The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And welcome everyone for the monthly loving kindness group. So we're back in person and people online. We have about, I don't know, 20 or so people in the room. And I don't know if you could see on the screen, but there are about 11 people or so, maybe a little bit more now on, on the Zoom. And, uh, Jason McClendon and I alternate. So it's my month to be here. Mark Nunberg, one of the guided teachers here. And, uh, I always feel like it's a minor miracle that folks want to gather on a Friday night. And, I mean, the real training is to keep loving kindness in mind in all of its flavors. And, you know, we mostly go through life thinking that the particular mood or attitude that's active in my mind. It's just who I am right now. You know, I'm grumpy or I'm this or I'm that. But as we cultivate mindful awareness, we can be mindfully aware, oh, the mood is like this right now. And that creates choice. When we're unaware of our attitude, there's no choice. In a way, we're like on autopilot. So we could be aware right now. And the interesting thing about being aware of our mood, like we can be aware of our mood in a judgmental, aversive way, you know, that sort of parental finger wag. Or we can be aware of our mood in a way that, uh, yeah, that brings kindness to it. Like, oh, honey. This is how your mood is right now. You know, you're really strung out or you're really tight, you're really aversive, irritated. And you see right there, I don't have to, the rage I might feel in some moments or the irritation I might feel, I can just be aware of it with kindness. And tonight I thought what would be good to practice is mudita. This is the One of the four qualities of love, we have that basic goodness or friendliness or goodwill, what in Buddhism we call metta, and then we have compassion, karuna, then we have appreciative joy or sympathetic joy, mudita, which we'll do tonight, and then equanimity is considered the fourth expression, you could say, manifestation of love. And I love that equanimity because it, it's kind of the under, the beautiful underbelly of all love. Because it keeps love from being attached. Like even on the surface, it may look in a moment like we have a lot of compassion, but we might be really attached to that person who's suffering, or maybe it's ourself who's suffering, but we might be really attached to the suffering going away. But equanimity understands that, you know, somebody we're really caring about, their suffering may or may not go away. It may get worse. But yet we still care. You know, we don't go to our friends who are suffering and say, I really care about your suffering, but you better get better because I can't handle that you're suffering. It hurts. That's not compassion. (laughs) That's... Basically, we're saying to our friend, you know, 
your suffering is irritating me. Get over it, quick, because it's irritating me. But compassion, that in a Buddhist sense, compassion, and I don't think it's just in a Buddhist sense, but I think really understanding compassion, it is that capacity to be close with suffering. And when we're close to suffering, the heart will quiver, whether it's our own suffering or the suffering of somebody else. We feel touched when we're close to suffering. Now with mudita that we're going to practice tonight, it's noticing how the heart can be touched by beauty and goodness. And you know, when things, I don't know how your life is going, but it's easy for us (coughs) to notice what's off and the suffering in the world. And so... It's not like the good has disappeared. It's just that the suffering and the what's misery and difficult, it kind of gets our attention. So with mudita practice, we have to develop, redevelop, strengthen this capacity we have to notice what's good. Like that we can gather online, in person, in this way. That's really nice that there are people that we can gather with, that there's a place. We can be appreciative of our own intention to come. That's probably a pretty beautiful intention that got you here tonight. But the question is, do we notice those beautiful things? Or that the grass is starting to get green and the leaves are starting to come out who's sweeping the streets, you know, that as chaotic as the city can feel, there's some things that sort of work. And we can be appreciative of that. Doesn't mean we're not being, you know, naive or silly and thinking there are no problems. We're just understanding directly in terms of our own heart and mind, it matters what we keep in mind. And why do we, like when we read the news, why does our attention go to the most terrible thing? Because we have, that's a habit. And there's some juice we get when we look at what's terrible. Same thing with our own. Somebody asks us how we're doing. You know, it's like not appropriate for us to say, I'm doing well. I mean, I know in some relationships it's okay, but it's like an invitation to tell somebody all our problems. And imagine if we actually thoughtfully could report to our friends what went well. I had a nice walk. I have these wholesome qualities in my mind right now. You know, I like my sweater that I'm wearing. I mean, just ordinary little things. I made a bunch of soup for lunch, and I'll be able to have it tomorrow, too. You know, or whatever. I saw a funny show on TV. It made me laugh. It was pretty wholesome. I'm really appreciative of that. Just you asking me how I'm doing makes me happy. You know, it would be a little weird to be appreciative with our friends. This is one of those topics for 
conversation the Buddha highly revered, you know, instead of politics or, you know, kitchen gadgets, to talk about what we appreciate in our lives and the goodness we've tuned into in the last 48 hours. What goodness have we, have, have we actually recognized this goodness internally or externally? And uh, I don't know, uh, I think it was maybe Jack Cornfield, but a lot of people have said this, that some, you know, in terms of mudita, sometimes we might feel like we need to have this loyalty to the truth of suffering, but that that loyalty means we can't appreciate what's beautiful and good, just because it's like we're doing some injustice to the truth of suffering, because we're feeling, allowing ourselves to feel some delight and appreciation and gratitude for what's good. And does it really make sense, like, um, I mean, if we said it out loud, you know, like a little kid sometimes, I'm not going to be let myself feel happy until everyone, everything in the world is just and fair. First of all, it doesn't make the world more just and fair. And it doesn't improve our resilience, avoiding seeing what's beautiful, letting beauty in, letting goodness in. The phrase I'm going to recommend, but you can come up with your own. I heard it quite a bit ago, and I think it was Guy Armstrong who said something like this, that when you need a phrase, because remember the practice generally, the loving-kindness practice generally, is keeping the attitude of love or friendliness, goodwill in mind. And then tonight we'll be more specifically keeping the attitude of mudita, of appreciating what's beautiful and good, here, there, anywhere past, present, future, whatever the heart can appreciate, we let it appreciate. And one phrase, like as a support, when you need that support, it can be something like, whatever you're thinking of, whatever you're remembering that can be appreciated, may this continue. And you can name the this, you know, may this happiness continue, may this goodness continue. May your well-being continue. May your success continue. Or may my success, my happiness, my goodness continue. May it increase. May it never end. You see, so it has that upliftment. Now, we know that what's good and beautiful comes and goes. That's just like what's bad comes and goes. So we're not trying to pretend it's going to be all roses going forward. But when we think about somebody, like maybe you saw a kid playing today, wearing shorts or something like that, and really happy at the playground. I'm just making something up. So let's say you saw that. Actually, I I did notice that, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, right over here, there's a school that has a playground. I did notice kids really having a good time in the playground, just 100 meters away from here. used to be a high school 
every spring about this time, the marching band, because I think they were in the old May Day Parade. You know, we used to have this big May Day Parade in town, and uh, they'd be out playing right about 7 (laughs) o'clock for a few years, and then it turned to an elementary charter school now. But a bit better for us. Um, you can just use that phrase, may, may their happiness, as I imagine those kids being happy, may that good play that I sense over there continue. May it increase, may it never end. Why not let our heart take a little delight that kids still know how to play? And for moments, apparently, are happy together. Right? So we're going to let that land. And then we're going to notice what does that do to my attitude, to my heart and mind. Noticing that and noticing that it's beautiful and letting the heart appreciate it. Oh, may that goodness continue. May it increase. May it never end. Now I know those kids aren't going to be there playing forever happy. But the wish is a good wish nonetheless. And that's the important thing. So when I wish to you, you know, may wisdom and love protect you always. May you always live with ease. I know you're not going to always live with ease. But the wish, may you live with ease, is a beautiful wish. It feels good to have that wish. And it's not the same as being naive. To have that generous wish for each other and for ourselves doesn't mean we're naive, it just means may our happiness, whatever success we have, whatever health we have, whatever wholesome relationships we have in our lives, whatever four-legged friend we have waiting for us at home, or those of you at home with you, maybe even on your lap right now, you know, may that wholesome relationship continue. May it increase, may it never end. There's nothing wrong with wishing well in that way. And so for about 30 minutes, in all kinds of relaxed but creative ways, we're going to try to keep appreciative joy, because it is a, a joy, it's an expansive or uplifting joy. Initially it won't feel like much, but some of you might get a little momentum and you really feel the heart opening. So first we arouse it, then we notice the uplifting quality of the mudita, <coughs> And then we notice that it, in, a, in a way it's pervaded the entire heart and mind and body. We feel it even viscerally, that lightness of mudita, of, appreciati- of appreciation. The whole energetic quality of the body feels lighter. I mean, it's subtle, but sometimes it's not subtle. It's very distinct, a, like a radiant smile in our heart. It's just shining in the body. It feels like it's just part of that <laughs> smile shining in all directions. And it's contagious. That's that boundless quality. It's like we start appreciating one thing, but then we just notice so much more to appreciate. And on and on like that. And then we then we try to abide in that appreciation where we, we don't, don't even feel like I'm doing it. It's just like there's some feedback loop that just keeps the appreciation appreciating. And we're just abiding or resting, trusting that mood or attitude or whatever you want to call it. It's a manifestation of love. 
that kind of love that can appreciate what's good. Okay? So that's enough background. Feel free to stretch your legs if you need to. We'll be sitting relatively still for about 30 minutes, so make sure you're comfortable. And if you're new, we have extra supplies in the closet if you need them. The Buddha refers to mudita, I love this, as the heart's the heart deliverance of gladness or the mind deliverance of gladness. Right? It's the gladness, the appreciation that delivers the heart from contracted places, you know, it's con- usual contracted place. So when you're ready, just sitting in a comfortable, relatively still, relatively upright way, take a couple of easy deep breaths. Soften the belly. Invite any of the muscles around your eyes and mouth to soften the forehead and the brow. And inviting the shoulders soften and making peace with your body as best you can doesn't mean the sensations in the body will be perfect but and we begin by bringing to mind something relatively easy to appreciate Just start wherever you want. Like I might bring to mind our cat sitting out in the sun today, just lying in the grass, appreciating all the activity around it. May your happiness continue. May it increase. May it never end. So whatever you're going to bring to mind from today or from something in the past or something you imagine is true, something in your own life, something in somebody else's life, just let the image or the thought land. Let it make an impression. And then you might want to use the phrase a few times just so you get a sense of how that might support the practice. May this goodness continue. May it increase. May it never end. You can just do that silently in your own mind at a pace that is helpful for you, that helps you keep this capacity to be appreciative in mind. You might have a friend who's doing well in life or who has a really good relationship with another person right now, having some success in their job. Whatever it might be in your life, in somebody's life, may this goodness, your happiness and success continue. 
may it increase, may it never end. But first start where it's easy. And it could be something really simple, like just the goodness of us all being here together. May this goodness of this Friday night group continue and increase. May it never end. You can even use the energetic sense of a smile. You don't actually need to smile, but just that sense. Because a smile, a real smile, is a generous, appreciative thing, isn't it? May all the goodness here, near and far, may all the goodness continue increase and never end. Even the birds singing, making their nests, all this life activity of the birds, the bugs, all the creatures, may all this life energy, this goodness continue harmoniously, may it increase, may it never end. You don't need to move around. You might just have one particular image of a friend or your own life. You just keep going back to that appreciation until you don't even need the initial image or example that you started with. You're just keeping appreciation, generic, beautiful gratitude and appreciation in mind. Sending it out in all directions. May all this goodness, near and far, continue. May it increase. May it never end. See if you can sense the generosity of the heart, like a beautiful flowering or opening.
And you can even appreciate the goodness in your own heart. May this goodness here, right here in this heart, continue. May it increase. It may never end. Just sensing the goodness that can appreciate. Again, like a smile that shines out. So I'm going to continue in silence now for a while. Just do the best you can. Start over whenever you need to. And use those phrases when they're helpful, when you need them. It really helps, helps us keep that appreciative joy in mind. We're making the effort to connect with something that we can appreciate.
find that willingness to begin again and again. Be really pragmatic. What is this heart able to appreciate now? Maybe I can appreciate my own goodness. Maybe there's a person or another being I can bring to mind. For that wish is really sincere. May your goodness, your happiness continue. May it increase, may it never end. We want to feel the upwelling of that mudita, that appreciative joy. We're letting the heart delight in what is good.
Remember that the quality of mudita, this appreciative joy, it may not be loud. It might be just a simple lightness, buoyancy of our heart right now. A heart that can appreciate that there's good, there's goodness, there's happiness that can be noticed and acknowledged, moments of peace, moments of contentment, moments of kindness and patience and forgiveness, so much good, however simple it might be, that can be sensed and appreciate it. May all this goodness continue, may it increase, may it never end. And of course, there's all the goodness that we haven't directly seen or experienced, but we know it's there. May all this goodness continue, increase, and never end. Buddha, the Buddha's words, quite simple and beautiful. He invited us to reflect, I will abide pervading all four corners, in front of me, to the right, behind, to the left, with this heart imbued with appreciative joy, with gladness above and below, all around and everywhere, every way, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with appreciative joy, gladness, gratitude, abundant, exalted, boundless, not holding back, Sensing what's good, I will abide. This heart free from hostility, free from ill will, free from envy and jealousy, I will abide. Take a moment, stretch if you need to. Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.